0: Hey guys, we are so excited that you're here.
1: Welcome to the Not Your Quick Fix podcast.
0: I'm Kara Goss, online registered dietitian
1: and health and fitness coach. And I'm Kylie Kaiser, online health and fitness coach, and we're your hosts. This
0: podcast is all about improving yourself physically and mentally. And y'all, neither of those things can be improved with a quick fix.
1: We are here to be real with you about your fitness and fat loss goals, your health, your mindset, and everything in between. If you're ready to open your mind to the process that self-improvement requires, instead of always looking for the next quick fix, then this is your podcast. Let's get started.
0: What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Not Your Quick Fix podcast, episode 70. It's your girls, as always, Kara and Kylie. How we feeling today, Kai? I
1: am excited. I am nervous. I am, I'm tired because my sleep was trash. All the feels, all the feels. I'm, I'm
0: freaking good today. Honestly, like a lot of stuff going on. Um, for those of you who don't know, I have a dietetic intern starting with me, which is crazy, Super super exciting. Yeah. It's really, it's really strange to like feel my Self in this place of being a preceptor to a dietetic intern whenever this was just me like four years ago. But I'm super That's excited. Cool. Yeah, it is really cool. And I'm super excited to give her this opportunity. Because like, whenever I was going through my internship, there was literally no opportunity for like private practice, functional health, anything like that. So I'm really excited to help her learn more um, and give her that experience. But yeah. Busy, busy day. Um, and yeah, I'm super freaking excited for you because you are doing something new today and I'm just so excited because it's been a long time coming. So what do we do? I,
1: I am. I feel like we've, we've teased it on here a couple of
0: times. Have. We have,
1: right? Yeah. Right. I would also just like to say that also what's new is Kara's podcasting from her refrigerator right now. Okay. So- stop. I'm not podcasting <laughs> from my
0: refrigerator, but th- this is literally my background right now. Yeah. Because the like, today of all days, like when I have like so many meetings and stuff like that, my Wi-Fi is going crazy. Like my zoom like isn't working. So honestly, I'm not going to jinx it. But now that I came closer to the router, it Seems like it's working and honestly the lighting the natural light it's in nice my it's
1: nice you do have nice light in there I took lots of selfies in there when I was visiting I know you were sitting in the little okay, yeah. making I, guess, I, was gonna say, I was gonna say I wasn't taking selfies actually down there I did that in your bedroom but I was yeah. taking to making TikToks
0: <laughs> but yeah so we have the fridge fridge as a nice little background I have a bowl of a uh, candy corn here with me might pop some <laughs> during the episode
1: take the edge off
0: Some to take the edge off but Yeah, so um honestly nothing nothing like crazy. Um I went to a Renaissance fair this last weekend.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I know I'm just like I'm like avoiding my news because I'm just like
0: (laughs) Yeah, well let me yeah, okay, let me tell you a little bit about the Renaissance fair and then we'll get into Kylie's news.
1: Please do. So
0: so it was one of my really good friends at bachelorette parties, and we were supposed to do like a party boat in Pittsburgh. And the last minute, we had too many people, so they were like, "Oh, let's go to the Ren Fair." And I'm like, "For at first, I'm like, what the fuck is the Ren Fair? Like, what? Is, what? And who be doo be doo? Like, what is this? And everyone's like, "Oh yeah, I've been like dying to do. Like, i wanted to go. I was gonna go at some point this year." And I was like, "Oh, the Renaissance Fair." So I'm like, I'm the odd man now because I'm like, I've never been to a Renaissance Fair in my life. Let me just say it was an interesting experience. I had a ton of freaking fun with them and it was just, it was a good time to like just dress up and kind of be silly. Definitely not something I would ever go to. Definitely not really my scene, but I ate a giant turkey leg. I was about to
1: ask, did you have a turkey leg? Of course.
0: It was really freaking good. Um, and the food they had there was awesome. So yeah, that was my weekend. Um, did you, did you guys like dress
1: up like Renaissance people?
0: Yeah, I thought I sent you a picture. Maybe I didn't. No, I oh, did yeah. not see
1: this. Oh my god, <laughs> I have to see this. Subscribe for premium content. Her <laughs> <Our> Patreon. <laughs> I'll send it to you. <laughs> no, we did. We absolutely did. Their
0: their outfits were definitely better than mine. I literally just ordered like a Renaissance dress off Amazon.
1: Oh my um, god, I definitely did not see this. Wait, I'm literally sending this. This should have been on Instagram, I'm bro. Upset.
0: Um. Well, my friend Liz, she actually did post it. Um. I don't,
1: I don't know if I remember if I reshared it or not, but. You definitely didn't. I would have seen
0: it. Okay. You know, you know,
1: I'd be on the gram. Yeah.
0: Liz was like, her outfit was bomb. Like they had the ears and everything. I personally looked like a little German yodeler girl. Like, I don't even (laughs) think mine was Renaissance. I looked like a German yodeler.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I wish everyone could see this right now. But uh, I'm posting it to the podcast account next week. (laughs) okay no you look you look cute yeah I I felt I felt cute I think if it was like short it would be a yodeler you you were fine yeah I'm really sad though because there were girls there like
0: dressed up as like fairies and shit and I was like why the fuck didn't I do this like I totally would have gone with like a fairy wing sparkly vibe but I didn't know I didn't know I just typed in renaissance dress on amazon that's the first thing it popped up so I ordered it
1: so honestly, you, you, you crushed it. I'm proud of you. You ate a turkey leg. Did you have any corn?
0: <laughs> I didn't have any cone. cone. I didn't have any cone. Um, but yeah, so it was good. It was good. And now this weekend is like my first free weekend. My Kevin, my parents, well, my mom and her husband are coming up to meet Kevin's parents cuz they haven't met in almost our like 4 years of dating which is crazy. And then wow. from here on out, I have literally something going on every weekend until Halloween, so catch me booked and busy.
1: Yeah, you are okay. booked and busy. <laughs> I'm going to be
0: going out of my mind. So if you need me, don't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you need me don't. don't. This is really hard hard for us personally. It is. I don't always be needing. I so. know. I know. You, gotta, you still come through. Oh no, not the Wi-Fi. It's fine. Everything's okay. Um. We however, have
0: IVF news.
1: Yes, and when you said booked and busy, I was like, our other update, I guess, is that our favorite podcast has returned as of last week. Also, so <laughs> probably a podcast. We love it. We we plug it all the time. We just had the lovely Anna Grace Newell on. If you guys have not listened to that episode, what are you doing with your life? Go back and listen to it. But um, in all things podcast, I do have news. So yeah, we have been teasing that kind of just in little bits. I think we talked, I think I actually talked about it the most in depth while we had AG on. That yeah, was, like, you definitely wanting, did. Yeah. that I was like wanting to do that. And I know we've like toyed around talking about like the comedy thing and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, which also Caleb and I are going to an open mic tonight here. Not for me to do, but we're going so I can like, exp- like get in the environment. So I'm doing all the things today. I the day. love
0: that Caleb is like your confidant and all of this. Dude. Like, Caleb so, is a real one. I literally texted him. Friend. He's the best. I texted him last week about like advice for something that I was doing in business. He's like, what you need, boo. I'm like, Caleb, you were just the best friend,
1: like, and support. Caleb and I have just been, even like- though I hate you. <laughs> I, we, you guys you guys kill me we yeah we have just been like boofing around out there we've been we've been at coffee shops most days like and he's just been really helping me like put this vision together and yeah. um, go for it and so you know and he's just like a super enthusiastic friend like literally when I texted him saying I wanted help with this before he even I, he didn't even know what it was yet and I was like hey I have this he says project. Yes. And he was like, he's like, yeah. And I was like, I didn't even tell you what it was. He's like, no, I'm in. <laughs> I, I was like, it. great. So um, yeah, speaking of that, um, we're going to open mic tonight. So I'm going to try it, that. My goal by like a month from now is to do an open mic. So mm-hmm. we're just putting ourselves out there, but I'm going to have to have like FaceTime, like Caleb FaceTime me in. We'll just, I'm going to have, I'll record it.
0: I'll um,
1: but I am speaking about comedy. I'm not fucking singing, just to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> But I can clarify know. I love you Kylie doesn't have the best <laughs> doesn't have the best people. which is a shame cuz I was born to be a performer. You honestly. really were. You really I were. I would be
0: I you I definitely have Shannon and Claudia Oshry vibes mixed together. Yeah yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I could that's such a compliment. But it I is. could I could freaking like lip sync hype woman karaoke without the actual singing. With the best of them um but all that to be to be the long-winded way to say that episode one of responsibly unhinged is being filmed today that's my own podcast that's coming out next month um i don't have a date yet because that's kind of up to apple to fucking decide yeah (laughs) Um, you gotta get that going uh uh-huh yeah so that's that's the main reason we are pushing it today um that way we can get it edited and submit to apple because you can't like secure even a name or anything until you have an episode to attach to it so um I am we are doing that I'm going to try to turn it around quickly I may have questions for Kara because she edits this podcast (laughs) Oh, um, so easy. It's yeah, simple. yeah, It's simple. Um, but we're going to be on YouTube. Caleb's going to help me with that. Um, we're going to have all kinds of video content for it. So I'm super excited. But um, this podcast, just to clarify, is not a health and fitness podcast. So <laughs> I will be talking about the little tagline I came up with it is basically like, life, love, lust, lessons, laughter. So love it. it's all the things, um, just came up with a bunch of L words for fun. I don't know why. Um, I love that because it sounds good. Cause it sounds it does good. Sound good. Um, but yeah, so we're going to be, this is the podcast I joked about spilling the tea no real names will be used in this podcast. Don't worry. Um, but I will be just sharing my adventures in life and dating and navigating this journey that I've been on, um, with a comedic approach, but also with something to take away from it. So that's, that's where the name comes from. It's going to have some unhinged content, but we always loop back around to responsibility and processing and reflecting and trying to grow. So we're going to meld because honestly, I told, I told John actually the title of this. And he said, that's the most Kylie thing I've ever heard. It and really so is. I was I was like, honestly, yeah, that fits. So, and you know, that's actually one of my friends from college, Tony. I remember, I, I think I've told you this before. It stuck with me. He said to me once in college, he was like, you're the most put together hot mess I've ever met. Literally. And so <laughs> this was meant to be, this was meant to be from an early time in my life. Um, so it really was. We're just going to run it. So if you're interested, if you're not a judgmental person and you like to laugh, go follow responsibly underscore unhinged on Instagram and release information will be out soon. So thanks. For
0: I just want to say how freaking proud I am of Kylie because she's been wanting to do this for so long. And I think that some people, again, like, I think that some people think like, oh, just starting a podcast is so easy. And like, yeah, it, it, it kind of is like a simple process. That doesn't mean that it's easy. Like podcasting actually is kind of difficult. Like you have to show up, you have to, you know, keep the ball rolling and everything like that. And Kylie can absolutely do that. She is one of the funniest people I know and can listen to her talk for hours, but this is something she's been wanting to do for so long. So definitely give it a follow. Y'all know that I'm going to be on there talking some bullshit and I've been a part of been a part of a few unhinged moments in Kylie's life so we will be reading. it's
1: true <laughs> yes yeah yeah I will be running it quote-unquote solo but I'm gonna have guests on all the time that are just honestly okay. mostly my friends um and maybe some really cool people I'm gonna manifest that oh, yeah. um but oh, I'm getting yeah. Shannon Ford on my podcast I'm just gonna say I'm saying it out loud she's gonna come on my podcast. Yeah. so um but yeah I'm gonna have friends on just to and have banter and stuff too but I'm super excited about it and Kara's absolutely right like podcasting itself can be like a simple process but but to do like, especially like since I want to do the YouTube and stuff, that's so scary. To me. I don't I do not do I don't do video. This is like a whole no. new thing. Um, yeah. So once again, shout out producer Caleb. <laughs> Caleb. <laughs> um, I also just um, I think podcasting is a whole other beast when you want to try to make it lucrative. And that is my mm-hmm. goal. So, yeah, 100%. Right. So meanwhile, super... meanwhile, we're just here to bring you guys fun value like today.
0: Yes. Meanwhile, we are over here. Just we'll we free. just. <laughs> For free. Yes, always for free. You know, we love you guys. We just want to bring you the content. So you know what we're going to start doing? Because I'm going to steal this from one of my favorite podcasts, Morning Toast and Claudia, because what they would do is call out people by name to subscribe. So if y'all love us, please subscribe. Please give us a five star rating and review. We appreciate it. And you know what? Today, we're going with The Emily's, you pick a name.
1: If your name is Emily or Ashley.
0: Emily or Ashley. Because I know you're out there. (laughs) Emily and Ashley. If you are listening to this right now, wherever you're at, if you're driving in your car, if you're on a walk, leave a review. If you're at the gym, leave a five-star rating and review, please. We will see it. We love you. Like it just, it really means the world to us. So Emily and Ashley, go do that. But yeah, you guys, we kind of just wanted to have a, conversation with y'all today that I feel like we have you know touched on a bit in previous podcasts but we've never really actually like dove deep into this and this is something that we talk about a lot but I think it's something that people kind of need to hear over and over again and again like every single time we talk about a specific topic where I feel like oh like we've run this into the ground like people know this I get more and more people coming to me who are dealing with the same issue, you know. So today, we kind of wanted to talk to you about, you know, kind of two different things. Like one being the fact that, you know, we want to break down like, quote unquote, eating healthy and how that is likely not going to equate to your body composition goals. And then we also kind of wanted to call out the people who are like in that area of their health and fitness journey where they're like, oh, I know what I need to do. I just need to do it. And kind of talking oh, yeah. about that mentality as well. So yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I made a whole post about that before. I forget, dude, pull up the post. Let's read it.
1: Cause find it. we'll find, we'll find it.
0: <laughs> well, let's, let, I think we should go ahead and start with that because I think it's something that we see so often is, you know, we have people who are struggling to reach their body composition and weight loss goals, whatever it may be. And, you know, maybe they even reach out to us and they're like, Hey, can you give me a few tips, pointers, whatever it may be? Um, like, you know, just in terms of like furthering their education, whatever it may be. But then when we ask them, like, Oh, like, have you considered working with a one-on-one coach or have you ever, you know, worked with somebody else to help you get there, you know, a professional, because, spoiler alert. I think that a lot of people believe that they need to know how to reach their fitness and fat loss and health goals on their own. And here's the thing. Do you know how to fix the toilet? Like, do you know how to fill a cavity? No. So why are you putting pressure on yourself to know how to do something that really only like healthcare professionals, registered dietitians, certified nutrition coaches, these are the people who know how to do these things, right? Yep. Yep. And I think that people put so much pressure on themselves. So like, you know, whenever we ask, like, oh, have you actually worked with a professional coach to help you do this? No, like, I really know what I need to do. I just need to do it. Okay. Yep. So if you knew what you needed to do, like, wouldn't you actually be doing it right now? Like, wouldn't you truly already have the results that you want? You know, right. Because I honestly, go ahead.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's just what I was saying is that's, I, I found the post. That's exactly, I broke down like all the components of like what I think that actually means. And it's like, you, you don't, <laughs> you
0: don't, you don't actually know what to do. So yeah, dive into kind of dive into the post. Cause I'm interested to hear like your spin on this.
1: Yeah. So I, I found it, I had used, it was a TikTok that I reshared as a reel, um, but it. I, I had used that sound where it was like that thing that was like, um. I was like, I know nothing at all. I can't contribute to this conversation. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that that one. Um. So I, I had that exact sentence. I was like, I know what I need to do, but I'm just struggling to do it, or I'm just yep. not doing it. And I was like, we hear this all the time, right? It's always the same claim of I know what I need to do, lose weight, but da yep. right? And I think that the, I was like saying that there's so much to unpack here, and I kind of broke it down into parts. So like, I think that <laughs> what I was saying is that. I know what I need to do usually stems from, from two different things, misinformation and fear Mm -hmm. and the misinformation side of things. It's like, do you really know what you need to do? Or do you just know about the latest fad diet, whatever your friend is doing or what you've tried in the past. And then it's like, as far as the fear side of things goes, it's like, do you really know what you need to do? Or are you just afraid of admitting that you don't know where to start? Or that maybe the methods, you know, of haven't worked before. So you're afraid to do it again and fail again. Mm -hmm. And that kind of like encapsulates what we are talking about here, but then the, I'm not just doing it part. I'm just not doing it part, or I, I know what I need to do. I'm, I just can't or whatever else. It's like, usually because you have a lack of accountability, you have a mm-hmm. lack of support and again, fear. Yep. And so fear is usually the big piece of all this, right? But for sure, are you, it's like, are you really just not doing it because of your busy schedule or mm-hmm. are you just unable to hold yourself accountable and you could use outside help with that? Right. Like, are you really just not doing it because you lack motivation or is it just actually too difficult to make a change to your lifestyle on your own and doing something new is uncomfortable?
0: For sure. And
1: again, it all circles back to that fear component where it's like, are you really just not doing it because you don't believe any of it works for you? Or like I said before, are you just afraid to believe in yourself. Are you afraid you're going to fail again? Like those are the big four things I hear. I think when it comes down to almost every issue of like someone getting help or someone doing the right thing, it's misinformation, fear, lack of accountability, lack of support. That's the main reasons that people fall into for why they're failing and why they're not reaching out. So, um, you know, that's like our goal is to eliminate that misinformation and to try to help you, but you can only go so far and you have to be willing to listen to what, other options are out there. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's really hard because a lot of times that idea of knowing what we need to do comes from that difficulty to differentiate good sources of information, which is unfortunate. Like I, like we always say to an extent, this isn't your fault. We've talked about this on here a lot, but when you continuously have good resources, like the not your quick fix podcast for free, at some point, it's just like, whose fault is it now? Like, I mean, you're, you're given the resource. If you're listening to this right now and you're still not doing something about it, you really have to take ownership of that at some point.
0: Mm -hmm. For sure. 100%. And I also think too, is like with the misinformation that is out there. So like a lot of times people are saying, okay, I know what I need to do. And so whenever I ask them back, what is it that you need to do? literally the answer that we always get is, oh, I just need to eat healthier. I need eat to healthy. exercise more. Okay, so cut what, does, what was that?
1: <laughs> cut out sweets. Yeah, cut out that.
0: sweets, cut out sweets, cut out carbs, eat quote unquote cleaner, whatever it may be. And so whenever we're looking at like the, the notion of quote unquote eating healthier, because I agree, most people do need to eat healthier, but- But
1: what does that even mean?
0: What does that mean? because eating healthy is going to have a completely different context to every single person, right? Some people might view eating healthier as okay, what can I add into my diet, which we love. So we love when people add foods in. you know, we're adding more fruits and veggies, whatever it may be. But that also might mean to somebody else, cutting out certain things, right? Like the cutting out of the carbs, whatever it may be, like, quote, unquote, eating cleaner foods. And Here's the thing is that we always talk about this, but there is no strategy to that. We have to have a periodized strategy whenever it comes to our body composition goals and whenever it comes to nutrition and training and all of these types of things to get to the end goal. And the issue with most people thinking that they can just, quote unquote, eat healthier and exercise more, which again, We don't want this to sound like we're bashing that or anything because that's incredible. Like we want you to take on those healthier habits. But the issue then becomes, okay, so if you're just simply focused on quote unquote eating healthier, you really have no strategy of how to overcome a plateau whenever results stop, right? Because you probably will start seeing results in the very beginning, Mm -hmm. right? You probably will start seeing progress when you start, you know, making these changes. But like I always say, something is going to work until it doesn't anymore. And so do you actually know what to do whenever that stops working? Because if you're simply just focused on eating healthier, you have no knowledge of how many calories you're intaking in a day, how much protein you're intaking in a day, Um, like, you know, really where you're at with overall calorie balance. And it's like, okay, whenever I hit a plateau, Most people only know, okay, exercise more and eat less, which sometimes, yes, that is the answer. But also sometimes the answer is actually we need to pull back. We need to take a diet break. We need a refeed. Do you actually know how to implement that? Probably not, right? Like you actually don't know how to do that on your own. And so when I ask people these things and I'm like, oh, like, do you understand how to create a periodized nutrition plan for yourself to reach your fat loss and muscle growth goals? They're like, hmm no, <laughs> you know? So, and I think it is also just helping people understand and educating them more on the fact that this, a strategy and a plan is something that's needed. I think that that's like the basis of a lot of misunderstanding in this industry is that people think that they can just do something and it'll work forever. Like Kylie, we were just talking about this beforehand. Yeah. Like people get one set of macros or people get one exercise plan or whatever it may be. And again, you're probably going to see progress with it for a while. But what happens when the progress stops, because it will stop eventually because our body adapts, you know, and I think people just think that they can rely on this kind of like one thing forever. And it's it goes the same with like, people focusing on dieting forever, you know, like they never actually get in this cycle of, okay, dieting and then taking a break and eating at maintenance. And this is why so many people are stuck in the perpetual cycle of not reaching their goals, you know? Yep.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's such a good point. There are so many things I could take part there, but I think you really crushed it. I just, I think people want such a generalized answer, but it's similar to like, when people come to you, like as a dietitian or even knowing like myself as a coach or whatever, I get questions just generally from people sometimes, where they're like, Oh, is like this considered a healthy food or like, what's a healthy swap for this or like whatever. And I'm like, it's, it just, is so context dependent. Like you can't just be like eat healthy and that's going to get you there. Like, I mean, for example, I just had avocado toast for breakfast. It's like people, I could be like, are avocados healthy? Someone asked that. It's like, well, yeah, they're a healthy fat source. But if we're talking in terms of your fitness and fat loss goals, which I, that's the kind of point I wanted to bring around to like how much of that avocado I have, like I could very easily lather on some avocado and it's like over half of my day's intake of fat Exactly. Would, for that. My goal should be for like where I'm trying to do. And does that make the avocado bad? No. Does that make it unhealthy for me? No. But does that, is that congruent with my goals? Also, no. So like, that is something that I think is so hard to explain. And that's why I feel like people get frustrated or they think that like, we're trying to like pull one over on them when they like ask questions and we're always like, it depends, but like, it really fucking depends. Like, and so it's really difficult to just summarize, but I think that's the problem is one, people want things to be so simple and two, they're sold. This like simplicity and like, at the same time, like, I don't want to overwhelm people because it is simple, like, but that doesn't mean it's easy. We've talked about that a lot too. Uh, yeah. I think we, I think, did we make that an episode title one time? Um, but, <laughs> well, we, like, yeah, it was,
0: it, but it was our mental health chat with Lex. It was, simple, right. but not so, easy. But, but, same, it,
1: but we, yeah, we compared it to that though. I remember yeah. us saying that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's simple, but it's not necessarily easy. And that kind of brings me back around to like, what you were just saying is, when we are talking about people like you made, you made the, the disclaimer, if you will, like eating healthy or working, starting to exercise, none of those things are bad. Like we're not trying to deter you from doing that, but most people in our audience, most people that are coming to us are asking about those things or saying these things with the goal of weight loss or with the goal of physique change. Right. So that is what the issue is. It's the same conversation. Cara and I always circle back around to when it comes to like, Classes like Orange Theory or things like that. Are those inherently good or bad? No. Like, if you're moving your fucking body and you like to do it, or that's you and your girlfriend's favorite thing to go do, go on, sis, pop off, do your Orange Theory class. You'll never see me there because I would die, but have fun. Like, that's (laughs) fine. Like, it's just, you know, like I love that for you. But if you're doing that and wondering why your weight loss results plateaued or why you're not getting the muscle build that you want or why you are. Having all these potential hormonal issues because it's coupled with undereating and stressing your life, like all those things, like what we were talking about, Austin, last week, like that's yeah. where it's a bigger picture. So, again, it's always, we're not ever saying, like, oh, yeah, eating healthy isn't right or just exercising isn't right. But when there's no plan, like to, that could mean so many things, like eating healthy, like we've talked about that you can be overeating or even more commonly, undereating while you're eating healthy you can be exercising and that's great for you, but it's not great for you. If you're not eating enough and we're working out seven days a week, doing high intensity classes and your job stresses you out and your kids are stressful. Like that is not good. That's not going to help you. Like, so that's why you need a plan and you need a plan that is customized, you know, plan that's periodized. And that's kind of our whole spiel here today.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And I think that I think that you are right I do think that a lot of people think like oh we are trying to pull a fast one over on them whenever we're like oh it depends like I think that people get really frustrated with that answer because again they've just become so accustomed to this quick fix thing and a lot of people just wanting to sell them something or whatever it may be so they just simply give them an answer whether or not it is the truth whether or not it is the correct answer like just yesterday I had somebody come to me and ask me, "Hey, what's the best protein powder?" I was like, "It depends. Like it's all going to depend on what you digest well, what you what your goals are, right? Like when are you taking the protein powder? Like do you need something that's a little bit more slower digesting, more quicker digesting? Do you need something vegan? Do you want whey? All of these things matter. Like context always matters and understanding that just because you are quote unquote eating healthy does not mean that that's automatically going to get you to the point that you want to be. And it's really funny because also yesterday I was on a call with a current client um, and we were discussing kind of like her future plans and everything like that. And she is also a registered dietitian. And so it's always really cool to me to see like how, how much of a difference there is between like truly what we are like taught our entire life versus what we actually know now. And so she was talking to me and she was like, I am just so shocked at like the process that you've taken me through, the fact that I'm eating more than I ever have and I'm losing weight. And yet it is a slow process, but it's extremely sustainable for me. And you have done the complete opposite of what I would have done for myself. She was like, me as an R, like as an RD, I would have controlled my calorie intake, I would have started eating less, I would have started moving more. And I would have started to focus on, you know, eating healthier items. But again, like, that is not always the answer. And that's what we've been taught our entire life. And seldom times is it actually the answer. Normally, it's quite the opposite. Yeah, right. But like, often it's the opposite of what we need to do you know what i mean especially with the population that we see and that we work with um and so i think it's just so important to understand kind of like that aspect of things in terms of needing to have a plan and needing to have like a periodized amount of time that you are dieting and where you are eating at maintenance and all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, kind of going back into um, the notion of like, okay, I know what I need to do. I just need to do it. I think it's important also to touch on, like you said, like a lot of times the lack of accountability, the fear, all of that kind of stuff are the things that people are struggling with the most to actually start taking action on their goals. Because so many times we see people who are, they're ready, right? Like they're quote unquote ready to start reaching their goals. But they've been quote unquote ready for like five years and they haven't actually taken the next step into taking action. And I think it's important for us too to talk about like the fear component of that because most of the time that is what it is. It is not nor it normally isn't like, oh, I mean, yes, there is a lot of times like a lack of education, but. Normally, like you are somebody who is capable of doing all of the things that you set out to do. It's just that you fear that you're not going to be able to accomplish the things that you want to, or you're fearing that it's going to not work for you again. And here's the thing that I always say is that like, if you're doing the exact same things that you've always done, yeah, you have every right to fear that it's not going to work for you because If you're simply going back to that fad diet, or if you're simply going back to eating less, exercising more, whenever last time you hit a plateau and you stopped losing weight and you actually started gaining weight back, then yeah, you have, you're going to have that fear that it won't work for you. Right. And so like doing it differently this time around is so important. And like Kylie said before, having that accountability is so freaking important too, because like you're going to have that person guiding you through and you're going to have, you know, that roadmap laid out for you of, okay, this is how we get from point A to point B. But I do think a lot of times, like even just like fear of the unknown, fear of changing, fear of like their body being different and their schedule being different and like their social life being different, whatever. Maybe all of those things play a role into like why somebody isn't taking action, you know?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I think so many times that feeds right into exactly where I wanted to go with this is that everyone blames like when something doesn't work anymore, they blame themselves, but in the wrong way. They blame their like, they blame themselves for their lack of discipline or that they lost motivation or that they just like don't have what it takes or that their body just isn't meant to look like that. I hear that all the time. It's like, maybe I'm just, this is my genetics, or this is just, this is my set point or like, I'm learning this. And like, again, we encourage body acceptance here. However, like that doesn't, that you are accepting that that's the truth rather than thinking like, maybe it's the method. Maybe it's not you, maybe it's what you've been doing and that is just heartbreaking to me because so many people are discouraged. And I think that does keep them from trying, you know, this way, even though we say it's different because all that they have is quote unquote evidence that they're not capable and that they can't do it and that they're not going to be able to stick to it. And so again, they never blame that diet and they think that must be what works. So why would they try this thing that like in the long run is much easier to do what we do, but up front it feels very, and I'm going to be transparent about this. I just talked about this on the call last night with our beta ladies for my program is like the first couple weeks getting into macros and stuff, depending how you see it, it go differently for different clients. But like, it's very overwhelming for a lot of people. It's very hard and it's, hard because it's new. I always stress that, but it's not as it's, it's easier to maintain. It's easier to do once you understand it, once you get it, but it's harder to learn than being told cut that food. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. Is it that that's what you have to look at is long-term. And I'm trying to break this down as simple as possible. Hopefully you'll get what I'm saying. It's like being told like, don't eat carbs, very understandable directions. Yeah, I would I would say that. However, people still fuck that up because people don't understand like fruit is a carb, vegetables are a carb, like all those things. But if you if you really even just look, if you break it down to like does this label have something in the carb column? Yes or no? Less than 5? Great. Like that's pretty simple to follow those directions, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not simple to continue your life for months not eating carbs. And it's not going to be simple and the effect it has on your body, so on and so forth. Whereas macros, it takes a little bit more at first. I mean, your phone will do it for you, but like me, it's math. Macros were really overwhelming me the first time I did them. And actually, like, I remember the very first time I learned macros, I had like all this shit written out in a journal. I did not have an app doing it. And when I was in grad school. I remember someone taught me how to do it, and she told me that my Fitness Pal would fuck me up if I did it. And I don't, I don't know if it was because maybe it was before they had where you could change the settings and stuff differently. Mm -hmm. This is like old school. But I remember, I remember a girl. She was a competitor at the time that I was friends with in college, and she taught me. And I had a fucking notebook and pen, and I figured we figured out my macros, and then I like logged all my shit and did the manual math of what I was eating all fucking day, like. And it was exhausting. Now the app does it for you, and it's still confusing for some people. Like if that's not like some people, it's just hard to grasp. But like. Sure. if you give up quickly, you're never going to figure it out. But if you give yourself that two or three weeks to a month, like some of my clients, like realistically, it takes them four weeks before they start hitting their macros. Cause they're yeah. trying to figure it out. Like if this is brand new to you, like we talked about this on our call last week with my clients is like, what's the number one things we hear from people when they start, how do I eat this much protein always? Yeah. Cause that, yeah. that's new to them. And then how do I hit these carbs? Cause we're usually getting people to eat more carbs than they're used to without going over in fats, because most people think carbs, they think like, A lot more. I I hate saying this, like indulgent foods. I don't ever know what other way to put it there. For sure. Yeah, for um, sure. So it's like those are things that, like, when you start out, you have to like work that out. You have to get tips, so you have ways to figure that out. But it takes a minute, and so that process on the front, on the front end, is harder. Yeah. (laughs) On the front end is harder, but the long-term ability to keep it going is simpler. It's versus true. diets that are, diets that are pushed on you are simpler on the front end. And harder. Not so fun, not so fun on the back end. Our friends exactly. You're laughing at that. But.
0: Literally. <laughs> I freaking love it. Dude, and it's so true. I was literally thinking that exact, like what you just said as you were speaking about this, because this really goes for anything in life too. Like this isn't just your health and fitness journey, but like think about it. Like I'm kind of relating it back to like, my like starting a business like I literally remember my very first business mentor ever saying a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners have to work harder in the first five to ten years of their life than anybody ever will to make their life so much easier in the long term right whereas maybe other times in life like we don't work that hard or we don't get to the place that we want to be like within, you know, the first like five, 10 years of our life or whatever it may be. And then down the road, we feel the hardships of that. Like we feel the pressures of that. That goes Mm -hmm. for for anything in life. Are you willing to do the hard shit in the beginning for a little while to make the long-term easier on yourself? Or do you want the quick fix upfront and then choose to struggle later on because you don't truly know how to make this easier on yourself, how to make this a lifestyle, how to be consistent with this, because let's be honest, like you're not going to be consistent with cutting out all the foods you love, cutting out carbs, doing all of the restrictive shit. And it just makes me so sad whenever I see like, even like we're running our um, 21 day challenge here in starting next week. Well, by the time this comes out, it'll be starting today. And like, Woo! And everybody knows that, you know, this isn't a quick fix challenge. This is simply just a jumping off point to give you more education and to really help you start on your health and fitness goals. But it really kills me because so many of the people who apply to the challenge are people who didn't actually take the leap into one-on-one coaching yet. And they like in the challenge application, they're like, I'm still doing Beachbody. Like I'm still doing Octavia, whatever it may be, but it's feeling really, really restrictive and unsustainable for me. And I'm like, yeah, I told you that a few months ago, you know, but it's up to you to make the decision to stop the quick fixes. Like you have, if you are somebody who's listening to this podcast right now, you are probably somebody who's listened to multiple other episodes. And if you're new here, welcome. But, you know, if you're somebody who is a faithful listener to this, to this podcast, You have the skills and the knowledge and resources to go out and make a difference, to go out and make a change in what you're doing, even if that doesn't include working with us one-on-one, because we totally understand some people just genuinely cannot. Some people don't have, you know, the financials and that's totally okay. And some people aren't in a place right now to do that, but you do have the option to start making the changes that you hear us talking about rather than just constantly choosing the next fat diet or the next, you know, Octavia program or Beachbody or whatever it may be. And I think it's just really upsetting to Kylie and I when we see people like who we talk to like month after month or who have talked to us like years ago and they're still doing the same thing and they're still in the exact same place that they were. And it's like, how can you not realize that this isn't working? Right. And if you did something, and you gained all the way back, it didn't work. So why are you going back to it? You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, at some point, the pain of where you are has to outweigh the perceived pain of change. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's, Similarly, I just heard this. There's another new podcast I'm hooked on. It's like a therapy podcast, but it's so good. Um, They're like brand new, Um, but they, they were talking about something just in the concept of life in general and they were applying it to relationships, but it's so applicable to this conversation. And it was a similar quote to that, but it's something along the lines of like, people are so much more petrified by the fear of the unknown or like what that is that they would rather stay in the like the comfort of misery, like because the familiar, the familiar comfort of misery, like I fucked up the actual quote, but like it something along those lines, like we're way more scared of this thing that like, we've never tried before, like in any concept, in any context of life, like doing the thing that we don't know the outcome versus like, there's something psychological, even that draws you back to these fad diets that have failed you before, because you know what to expect with it. Like, even if you thought keto was miserable, you know what that misery felt like, but again, you didn't at some point you had to try that. So like, okay. try, okay. like, why not try this? And I'm not even saying this is in like working with me or Kara, like any periodized coach that has the, the knowledge that we share and does the same process. Like we are just so tired of seeing that same cycle of these women that come to us just in so much worse of a position they could be if they would have just taken that chance on themselves so much sooner.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And I think the whole, you know, the whole notion that we want to get across here is that like, if you are one of those people who's like, I know what I need to do, I just need to do it. Ask yourself, like, genuinely ask yourself these questions. Like, do I truly know what I need to do? Like, what are the things that I think I need to do? If they run anywhere along the lines of like, oh, I just need to cut out this, or I need to, you know, eat a little bit cleaner, or I need to just go and do exercise more, whatever it may be. If they're kind of along the lines of like those simple quick fix type of things, you need to get really serious with yourself and ask yourself, okay, maybe I actually don't know and have a true understanding of what it means to create like a periodized plan whenever it comes to my goals. And you also need to give yourself grace for not knowing how to do that because nobody expects you to know how to do that diet culture has made (laughs) like diet culture has made it feel like it's a really simple quick fix and again while it can be simple it's it's not always easy and you shouldn't have to feel like it's like you have to figure it out all on your own and so ask yourself that and also ask yourself why are you struggling to do it like What are the factors in your life that are playing in here? Is it lack of time? Is it lack of, quote unquote, motivation? Is it lack of, you know, you being consistent enough? Is it lack of you having a support system? Or is there an underlying fear there about the change that's going to occur if you start taking action? So really getting clear with yourself on all of these things, I think will really help you if you're somebody who's stuck in the, quote unquote, being ready stage and allow you to move further into that actually taking action stage. Because like we see, like I said before, you can spend so many years of your life quote unquote being ready. I mean, like Kylie's seen it with starting her podcast. We saw it with starting our podcast. It took us forever to start this podcast. You know what I mean? Like we were ready. We were like, yeah, we're gonna do, we're gonna do it. But it took that one moment of us hitting the record button and actually doing it. And taking the action to make it happen you know so like are you in and
1: go ahead i say and again you can even speak to accountability on that as well help do it like i mean if we had each other pushing that for us to do that and also like even just for me on this solo endeavor like i would not be doing this by myself. Like there's like, it was not going to happen. And Kara is the one that set a deadline for like, I was literally like, I was like, I just feel like I need to put a fire under my ass. Like, because with this, like, again, taking messy action is always better. Like, but I was like, I had a whole vision for this and da 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 And you were like, great fulfill your vision. You have till October. And I was like, (laughs) all right. (laughs) So like I had someone to hold me accountable. And so, you know, I did that. And then there's another layer to it. The day I decided that I was like, okay, I'm going to set everything up. And I made an Instagram account. And I had another friend that was like, bitch, I'm resharing it to the public. So you have to do it. And I was like, okay, like, yeah, sure. If something goes haywire and it doesn't happen in October, I'm not a failure. Like if that is that, if something goes wrong, but I had to have that push and that accountability and just take action and just do the thing. It literally applies to anything. And if you don't have someone holding you accountable in your life, or there's someone who like constantly kind of like lets you slide by and not do it, then maybe it's time to have a coach because our job is to not let it slide by. Like, Again, yep. we are always going to be empathetic. We we want this to balance with your real life, but we're there to be objective and we're there to help you stay on track.
0: <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Yeah, like if you leave this episode with anything, it's that we want you to really think about, like, are you in the thinking about it stage? Are you in the, oh, I'm researching. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm thinking about it. Oh, I'm contemplating it. Or are you in the quote unquote doing it stage? You know, are you- yeah hiring the coach are you setting up a plan for yourself are you taking the steps that is needed to actually make the change because there's a huge huge difference and a huge gap between those two stages so
1: yeah james clear dives really deep into that actually talks about living in living in motion versus living in action and actually psychologically we fuck ourselves over because living in motion i think or wait it's something else i don't know is it motion no i think
0: i think that i think that's right yeah okay
1: so i did a post on this once too but it's been like two years ago when i read the book but motion it was basically like you feel like you're doing something by like doing the research and you are and it talks about that there's there's validity to that but like by constantly like asking everyone about their diet plans by showing up to all of our live trainings by listening to this this podcast you feel like you're doing the thing and so you're like you rationalize in your brain the action you haven't actually taken yet because you're like oh i am taking action i'm doing this this and this and that's great to gather information but at some point you have to be honest with yourself and be like i am gathering information as a form of procrastination yep and yep. that like i remember reading that and i was like oh because like i'm definitely someone who, it's like and that also gets us into that like analysis paralysis and that brings us into like over information overwhelm like there's too many too many things going on and then we have so much information that we just do nothing with it And I used to fall victim to this, like in school with things like so much. And so it definitely happens to us with health and fitness. And that's exactly what you were basically talking about that concept without even naming it. Like, it's exactly what that is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And I'm really, I think that that's a great way to wrap up this episode is just like really allowing you guys to think about that and like sit with what are the things that you've been doing over the past few months, few years, if you have these big goals, and you haven't reached them yet, like, have you been motion Or have you been in action? And have you just been trying to grasp at the quick fixes? Or have you actually been doing the difficult things that might feel really hard at first, but are eventually going to make your life a lot easier? You know,
1: And I want to take it a step further too, and just like call out some of our loyal listeners, bless them, are clients of ours. And I want them to ask themselves that too, if they've been in a rut with coaching or, because again, uh, we can only do so much. We can't do the work for you. So if you've been stuck in a place, I I've been guilty of this before. So I'm being transparent that same concept applies to like being like people that hire the coach and just think it's going to happen because they took that step. That is a part of taking the action, but you have to keep choosing. You have to then, like we talked about with AG, you have to be moving in alignment with that action. Like you have to continue. you can't like just hiring us does not make it happen. And a lot of people like keep that coaching in their back pocket as something to like make themselves feel better that they're doing something about it. And you have to kind of get real with yourself. Like how much am I really showing up? How much am I utilizing this? And if you're feeling a little called out, that's okay. I have been there. That's why I'm bringing it up. I've been there. I had a coach for like five months that I, I mean, I talked about it on here. I was, I had John for like five months and I was not doing shit. Like, exactly. You know, he, and that wasn't anything that he was doing incorrectly. He was giving me as much as he could. He was holding me accountable. I was not showing up. And I had to have that real conversation with myself and give myself grace for what I've been going through and why I wasn't showing up. So do that for yourself. But then at some point you have to be sick of your own shit and you have to be ready to move in action because I had fallen into like, okay. And we talked about this before too it does it did help me rather than just bailing out and getting rid of the coach that was a piece staying in motion is better than nothing they're like there's levels right For sure. so like like keeping that person like definitely helped me because I knew I could return to that but then finally it was a conversation with him where he was just like do you want this or no and I was yeah. like yeah I do and then he's like he literally said to me he said act like it and I was like okay I remember <laughs> so him I having this
0: conversation with you yeah Yeah.
1: Yeah. It it wasn't that long ago. So, you know, like, that's, that's what I mean is it's you guys have to just take ownership and know that like, there's nothing wrong with you. If you're, if you're in that place right now, it's very human. And I, we both have delved into our stories and the resistance you had with parts of your protocol and things that I have resisted. And it's like, we've all been there and it's okay. What you're like, it's not like everyone has different shit in their life that throws us off track and that's okay. But you have to be willing to get back on track and take ownership of like, at what point you're standing in your own way, like we talked about with Austin last week.
0: Yeah, so, so true. So, so, so true. And I just really, really hope that you guys can, you know, walk away from this episode feeling like, okay, I do have this a little bit, at least of a renewed sense of kind of perception toward my journey and the things that I do need to do. And maybe some of the things that I need to stop doing or things that I need to stop relying on as a crutch, you know, so. I love that and yeah I think that this was a great conversation we kind of just went into this saying we just want to have a wing it conversation wanna chat. yeah we just want to have a chat with y'all about this and I think that this is a really important topic that so many people need to hear a lot of times before they get it through their head honestly because yeah what is that statistic you need to like hear and see things like 15 times is it at least
1: I think three is marketing
0: <laughs> <laughs> <But 15.
1: laughs> probably. I know it's at least three though. Like yeah. at least. Um, But, but yeah, I mean, honestly, these kind of episodes are my, are my favorite when we just kind of go off the cuff and talk about these kind of things, because we usually do touch on a lot of these points that are constant recurring issues for our clients. Like I love diving into the science. I love diving into like the deeper mindset stuff and everything too. But like, when we just kind of go back and forth like this, we're pulling from things that we've seen over and over on our consults and with our clients and just speaking from our experience. Like we're not here, like reciting information to you guys or any of that kind of thing. It's coming from a genuine place like here's what we've seen and here's how we want to keep you from falling into that same place.
0: For sure. Yeah, I 100% agree. Well, you guys, we really hope that this episode resonated with you and if it did, remember, if your name is Emily, Emily Ashle. or Ashley <laughs> or anybody else, please go ahead and leave us a five-star rating and review. Um share this on your sh- socials, tag myself, Kylie and the Not Your Quick Fix podcast and We hope that you guys have a wonderful rest of your week, and we will chat with you all next time. Bye, guys.